Audio morning brief for the U.S. stock market and rich pass for critical points. 8.01 a.m. Eastern Time, December 13th. Now, today's the big day of the Federal Reserve. They should wrap up their meeting today. And at 2 p.m., they will give us their decision on interest rates. Uh, and the consensus is they will not raise interest rates. And I think that's what will occur. I'll also put out a little text of comments and relations and then people will be looking for different words or what changed from the prior month and the computers will be analyzing that and then uh, sometime after that Powell will speak and so that'll come out at 2 p.m. Powell may not speak to 2.30. I never seem to keep track of the time. When does he speak? But anywhere from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., we're also going to get Powell speaking, taking questions. And I'm a little suspicious he will try to push the hawkish side a little bit here uh, to kind of counter the dovishness of whatever's said in that text and or uh, the fact that they didn't raise interest rates. And there also should be a dot map uh, that's coming out uh, that will show what the individual members, um, what they were looking at for the time frame over the next few years of how interest rates will fluctuate at the Federal Reserve. Uh, so I'm thinking, yeah, we get the positive news of not raising interest rates, but the market already bet on that. And uh, normally they would sell after that news if it was an individual stock or a commodity, but it uh, doesn't necessarily have to work that way when you're looking at stock indexes, which is all I analyze. Um, now, the, uh, and then, I, again, I, I suspect Powell would favor uh, putting out a little hawkishness to warn us, hey, they can always raise rates again next year if they feel the need. And hey, they don't have to lower any time soon. And there does seem to be a consensus now that even though some are saying they can lower interest rates as soon as the first quarter of next year, uh, that uh, the bulk, uh, uh, the actual consensus is really mid next year. And that's been my thinking all along. That's when they may uh, lower rates. And then, of course, the speculation for some is they're going to lower them several times next year and others uh, very few. And I got a feeling the Fed's going to say they or Powell will say they could lower them very few. They can hold rates up basically all next year. And will this bother uh, the marketplace? Meanwhile, we got the inflation report yesterday and the market seemed to think it's okay with it. No reason to sell the stock market, even though really it was basically unchanged, in my opinion. It really didn't help us out here. And I wonder how much of a struggle it will be in the future for inflation helping us out here. And then last week, of course, we got the jobs report still showing strong jobs, uh, lots of business, strong economy. Uh, I mean, we still have evidence things are slowing down where the Fed will leave us alone. But at the same time, the Fed's going to say, yeah, but you still don't give us everything we want when we'll leave you alone, okay? So we just have to realize there can be some negative comments coming uh, that may upset the market. Now, what is the market doing? Well, uh, yesterday I noticed the S&P 500 cash rallied to the midpoint of my target of 4630s to 4650s, and that midpoint is actual critical point calculation. So I was kind of pleased that it went there, but that for the moment can be just coincidence. I mean, it is fascinating it stopped there for the day, but it could be meaningless. And so it may want to go on up to that upper target of 4650s. 
And do keep in mind, I have targets, many targets, all the way in the next year of just higher and higher and higher. So I don't know how valuable picking targets will be, except on a very short-term basis. Now, uh, but since it is in a target range, and since we do have overbought indicators and the daily slow stochastic that I use, which is one of my favorite indicators, was narrowing yesterday, even as the market rallied, okay? So... Um, the, the indicators are warning it's time to look for some kind of a short-term top. Uh, and by some people's definition, it would probably be a very short-term top. Um, I have different definitions than others. But at any rate, um, I think, you know, I look at the, the overall chart in the last few days, and it looks like to me this is not a market that's going to stop going up. Uh, it's, it's had a breakout of a sluggish range, and it's just going to keep going higher. But, and it may go up higher at even a faster pace, it's almost like it's starting to curve up that way and gaining momentum uh, or rate of change. But at the same time, um, when you have a breakout of some kind of range, it would be normal behavior to kind of pull back to the top of that range and then move higher so long as there isn't a lot of supply. If there's a lot of supply, bad news, and it falls back into the range, then that's not such a good, good uh, sign. But if it pulls back and kind of supports, finds support at that upper range, then uh, and then turns higher, then it's even a more positive characteristic to support, say, a bigger bullish picture, longer term, or, or not long term, but just a more time duration of being bullish. So, um, and then I'm thinking we got this dilemma of uh, rolling to the March futures. And uh, no matter when they rolled, they would have created a gap. Now, if their gap is quite a bit lower, meaning they rolled a while ago, my guess is it's probably not meaning anything. But like my charts just rolled, and that's kind of late for some people, but that's the old-fashioned way of doing it. But I'm stuck with this idea it's a large enough gap on the chart that normally it'd say that's going to get filled someday, somehow, some way. But the problem is I don't know if that really makes the sense, makes sense the way it would. I mean, it's just the futures market. It's not the cash market did this, okay? So in my opinion, it's not the largest, more thorough market. So I don't know what to make of that gap. But if it's going to happen starting now, the market can drop 70 points in the S&P 500. Well, if you look at how people have reacted to Federal Reserve comments, Powell's comments after these meetings, there's been times it did drop 70 or more, okay, in a very short period of time. So maybe it could do this. So that's my warning is, yeah, there could be a sizable setback coming here off of the Fed, but maybe then from now into next week there could also be a sizable setback or stalling bug that may pull that out and fill that gap or some of it on the futures. So it's just a little bit of a clue something could go wrong for the bulls in, in the sense of when you look at the cash chart, you would say this thing's just going up. and That's all there is to it. It's that solid, it's that serious. So I don't know what to make of it, but I'm telling myself because the futures, it's just a mechanical thing. It's a mathematical thing. It has really nothing to do with anything that we would normally consider. We probably should just ignore that gap. If the market wants to go down, then it could be a tool for picking prices of uh, filling that gap. That could also be some kind of floor price as well as a downside uh, target. 
Okay, um, we also have to realize if the, even the market was just going to dip a little because of the Fed this week, uh, then it could dip back to the five-day uh, moving average, which as of uh, yesterday was at 46.01. And so that might be support there when they put it up. Now, as we look at the patterns of business cycles and the model forecast, it is suggesting a level four interweek downswing is due today. I thought we had it yesterday. And it revised and revised in a way I wasn't really anticipating, but I'm going with it. I got some faith in it. And, um, and it explains the strength later in the day yesterday, uh, the continuing strength. Uh, and keep in mind, you still have people rolling over in the futures markets and options and this and that. And, and this can weigh and have an influence on the cash market during the day as well. Uh, so you can get some fuzziness out of this mechanics of rolling over when it might not have anything to do with the economy, business news, and other things. Uh, so we're in a fuzzy area here, what this is going to do. Again, I look at that daily cash S&P 500 chart, and I'm saying, don't bet against this thing. There's a lot of upside. It's probably going up for quite a while. Uh, and yet, it ought to pull back today. And we know we have the Federal Reserve, okay? And then I look at the possibility that it can even put a level three, that's your most important kind of top during a month, uh, kind of like a monthly sell signal. Uh, there is one uh, script saying it can do it now. And it seems to have equal probability with those who are saying no. So we don't know. It's kind of like a flip of a coin here. I mean, if it closed down today and or next day, I think we'd probably say, guess it was level three top. But if they just slam it down, put it back up, we probably won't. Uh, do that. We'll just say it was just a level four downswing. And uh, so I'm, I'm kind of hopeful they back it off uh, today uh, going into uh, the Fed Reserve at 2 p.m. But as you know, if we zoom out, we can kind of tell ourselves maybe we shouldn't get caught up in worrying. Is it an up day? Is it a down day? What's the Fed Reserve going to do? When you look at it, there's still plenty of upside potential this month. But I also realize if, the, if Powell really was able to hammer people and really look very hawkish, okay, there is a slight chance the market tops for something more important this week. But I think what it would mean, that would be a level two top, I think what it would mean is it would slip immediately into a bottom, meaning the Santa Claus rally doesn't go so well at first, or at least now into next week. And then the market actually does something where it's going higher into February instead of topping out December, early Jan. And I'll explain that more in the weekly update tomorrow. We don't need to discuss these larger trend things here just for a morning brief. But at any rate, anything can go today with the Federal Reserve. I can see where they'll keep putting this market higher into next week. And yet I can see where they put it down somewhat today. And they may even put it down quite a bit and for a day or two. And then they're going to put it up again. Those are the scenarios we're looking at. And I think almost anyone could probably come up with those kind of scenarios here. I'm not giving anything of great intelligence. Uh, no genius coming out of the model analysis here. The genie out of the bottle. Uh, all we can say is the trend is up. It looks good. Okay. Um, don't know what to make of that rolling over in the futures in that gap. And the market is short-term overbought. Warning, there can be reasons to knock this market down some. But as we look at how all this fits into the long-term bull market, we're saying it's probably not coming down much. It's probably not 
going to be much of a problem relative to the long-term forecast. So uh, 2 p.m., I don't know if I'll update you or not after the Fed and uh, what's going on, uh, but tomorrow we'll have the uh, audio morning brief and then we'll do the weekly uh, update and take a better look here and show charts of what we think is going on, how this all fits together within what is still a long-term bull market. Past results are not necessarily indicative of future results. Have a great day. Thank you.